I'm in a, in a sensational mood. Um, just before you hopped on, play mm -hmm. Je play Jenny from the Block. Word. Um, seven seven oh two, the morning reboot, the podcast edition of the show. Thanks for finding us here. Um, it's Tuesday, July twenty eighth, and. You asked, you shall receive. Later this week, it's supposed to cool off. Only the uh, only the low 80s. So this is good. How late? How uh, Like starting Wednesday, tomorrow. Okay, that's fine. Tomorrow? They don't say like Friday. Let's stay alive for three more helpful driven heat days. You'll, you'll, you'll be, you'll hang in there. Let, let me double check. I don't want to be wrong. And I feel like I fucked the weather up a lot. Um, no, start, <laughs> starting Thursday. Well, you're in good company, so uh, you're fine. <laughs> start, starting Thursday. Uh, tomorrow's 88. Tomorrow, tomorrow, 88. Thursday, 83, 81, 82, 81, 79, 78. So there you go. I miss fall. Don't, don't, don't put that, don't put that on us right now. Yes, I am. I'll speak it into existence. Um, good morning. Or manifested. That's what the young people say now. What do they say? Um, the girls at work always say they're manifesting their future. I'm like, what the hell's that? And it's literally what we used to do when we were younger. We just like speak into existence. But apparently now they say manifest. I've never felt so old. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so old. I'm out of touch with reality now. I haven't heard those. It, it had to have... Came we're from, old Eric. Well, I get it. It had to have come from TikTok. Um, Probably. And we're not TikTok people. I felt I felt very uncool and not with it when I played that song Roses for Bethany on Friday. She's like, oh, I've heard that a million times on TikTok. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, little one. Fuck you and your little fetus. <laughs> no, um, we're not fucking fetuses. Do, do you, two things. So I hate, I, um, I, I read a lot of articles. From all over the internet, and it's not like like hoaxy junk, um, but so I, I come across a lot of. I think they come from corporate America, um, or intellectual America, and the two things, the two buzzwords, and I talk to Justin about this every now and then because he doesn't like buzzwords either. But the two buzz things that that really irritate me that I come across these days are lean into, um. What's the best way to describe? Because there, it's funny. There's one way of saying something, and I've really had to beat it into my head the last couple of years. Language evolves, and in some ways, I think it devolves. But language evolves. It's it's fluid, like our our lives right now. Lean into. So um, here's okay. So since we've been displaced, we've really leaned into. This podcast, the way we do the podcast now, we curse. We don't have to worry about commercials, songs. It's very, it's very freeform. We've leaned into the freedom of the podcast. Does that make sense? I don't like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't like that. You know what the actual word would be is embrace. Like there's a billion synonyms for lean into. And then the other thing is, I think it's called. Um, so, d did you take Spanish in in school at all? No. Do you know what a tilde is? No, because my smart ass answer would be, yeah, that's that that one actress who has very abstract features. Tilda, Tilda Swinton? Swinton? Yes. Yeah, I, I was like, that's who that is. I, so the little squiggly line over uh, over the N in manana, I think that's called... Oh, a, the backwards apostrophe? 
No, hold on. I gotta I gotta look this up real fast. Or look it up on your phone. Would, would you would you pull up Tilda on your phone? It's gonna bring up that girl. Uh you're right. Til you're right. And there's all the other actresses. <laughs> um, Tilda yep, Spanish. Yeah. Oh, not soap. Spanish. There we go. Okay, because it's it's oh, Tilda. It was an e. Yeah, sorry. So that Tilda. Oh, it's a little it's a little wave, not yeah. the little thing over Beyonce's E. Right, okay, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, manana. Um, people use that at, for numbers on on Twitter. And I get it. On Twitter, you've got to... You're limited in characters, even though they've doubled it in the last couple of years. People use that to say, uh, like, estimated or about. Like, uh, Floyd and I have done... Floyd and I have done tilde... 300 podcast episodes. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't like that. I know. I know. No. I know. No. That, no, that's stupid. Yeah, that's like... I don't know. Oh, Lord. I was about to have an old old man Anderson. Let, it rip. Like, let, it, let it rip. Like, Why did I have English growing up? And we're just going to shorten everything. <laughs> I don't like that. And you, you know, no, I, I'm not I, a fan. I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Acronym. Um, but things, some things I, I like, uh, do you see, um, actually, I think there's a song now. Uh, uh, it's an EDM song, like an EDM pop song. And I guess it's fairly popular. It's on some charts, chart nerd. It's called I L Y. I love you. And that's just the song title, I-L-Y, or that's okay. in parentheses. So, um, speaking of songs, did you remember to come up with any COVID Christmas songs? So you just hit me. No, I did not because I worked all day yesterday. But I thought we were going to do it with Alex. No. But we can, oh, we can, yeah. do, we can do it I totally tomorrow. I forgot to come up with some. No, I, I honestly forgot to come up with some. No, some. we'll do it tomorrow. So okay. you, you did. <clears throat> I, I thought you were only four to seven yesterday. I did, but then like I kind of like went back to sleep when I talked to you, and then woke up at three, and I was like, "Oh!" And then came home, and I went out to dinner last night. So I was like, "Oh!" And it just hit me when you said it right now. I said, "Oh yeah, I was supposed to do that." Um, okay, well let's let's go to things that Floyd has posted. It looks like you had a very large fish type or seafood dinner last night. You had a bib and everything. I went to Cincy Crab, and I had my first ever. Well, we'll say second ever, but I'll say first ever authentic. Fish, seafood boil it was freaking delicious what what is what is this place it's a it's the old big boy on Seacore, right across from like i think it's bubba's and yeah, old yeah. foods is right there so they opened up a new restaurant there yeah and my mom went the other day and i told elijah i said let's go to Cincy crab because we like seafood and it was decently priced it, my bill is 37 it's only because i got like some appetizers but if I when they got the appetizers, my bill would have been like mental math twenty. What's it called? Cincy crab. I had no idea you were into that stuff. I mean, I'm not, but it's something different, and it was. I like seafood, so like it was something different. Like normally when I do seafood, I get like fried shrimp or like. Shrimp scampi and very basic with my scallops, right? Uh, or scallions, whatever you want to call them. I don't know. Scallops. That's a so, so what? Um, did, what did you like? How did this all go down? 
uh, I wanted to go out to eat because I didn't take anything out the freezer. And I was like, what sounds different? I'm tired of going to the same places. So I'm doing this thing that when I do treat myself to go out to eat, I go to places I've never been before. Like last week, I went to Mano's for the first time. So this week, I was like, let's go to that new place, Tipsy Crab. And we went, and the waitress was nice. So what you do is you pick it's you pick your protein, you pick your sauce, and you pick your heat level. And there you go. Well, I don't know. Is seafood protein? Well, you pick your meat. We'll put yeah. it that way. Yeah, you pick pro- your, your, your meat. So okay. And it comes out in a bag with your sauce. The waitress shakes it for you. She cuts it open and puts it on a plate for you, and there. And that was the picture I posted. So, so it was really good. It was a good experience and really nice. So I liked it, it. it's like a seafood version of casual, fast casual places these days. No, it was fancy. Was it at the former Big Boy location? It was fancy. It, it was fancy. Like, well, I mean, it's it's a sit down restaurant, and like the prices were not like a little lot like fast food. Like it was it. You could take a date there. We'll put it that way. At the Picture former seafood. At the former big boy. Okay. All right. Um, what do you say a former big boy for? It is just a building. I didn't. It's not like we went to big boy. It's just a vessel. That thing opened it, really fast because. Uh, well, did they redo it the did inside? Not. It took forever. Because <laughs> that it said Tinsley Crab coming soon for like months. Did it? I don't go that it way sure so much did. anymore. So, date stuff. Let, let's let's talk about this. I awakened to a tweet this morning describing someone you're talking to. Let's dive in. Wasn't that Let, hilarious? That tweet was hilarious. Let's lean into that. Um, Ew, I don't want to lean into it, but we can talk about it. So, is this the person that you told me you didn't want Nope. To, so, it's someone else. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm Steve was a Pringle, and I was playing the field, and this person... Decided to hit me up, and we were talking nerd stuff. Not not even, like, flirtatious. We were just talking nerd stuff. Like, he messaged me and was like, hey, how are you? I was like, hi. Wait, ba- hold how on, time you? out. Ba- back up. So let's rewind to Bert. Is Bert no more? No, he's still there. Okay. Bitch, I'm not, I'm not tied down to nobody. Do, do we, I just want to make sure everybody is, is up front and, and where you are with people. Um, I updated. Ain't my, none of their business. I, it, it's a podcast. <laughs> our business. It ain't, of, it ain't none of their damn business. Our business yes, is their Bert business. Is still around. Okay, do you want to do you want to mention what you told me last week when we went to the eye doctor? There's a there's a thing you don't like. What I don't like. Uh, uh, he has a habit that you're not a big fan of. Oh yeah, but I can look past that because his face is pretty. Okay, all right. So there's still a, so <laughs> I can look past that. So there's still a Bert, but you have now been approached on on what platform? It doesn't matter what platform. Just say that someone messaged me out of the grinder. It was grinder. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gays. allowed on grinder because I'm a gay black man, and grinder is very problematic. And a lot of racists live on grinder. All right, so you were on the internet somewhere, and out of the blue, yeah. you got a, a message saying, hey, you look like a gay black nerd. I am that too, or he's probably a bearded white gay nerd, well, right? the conversation started out like this. It was, like, very basic. It was like, hey. I was like, hey. Hey, how are you? I'm like, fine. I'm like, and I just go, what are you up to? And he and he hit me. He hit me with my heartstrings. What did he say? He said, watching cartoons. I go, oh, cool. What are you watching? He's like, X-Men. I go, dot 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 like the animated series question mark and he was like yeah it's my favorite and i go hmm, is it so then we just had like this two-hour conversation about x-men animated series because 
here's my thing. If X-Men the Animated Series was a millionaire question and or Jeopardy category, I would sweep it because it's probably the one and only show that I know everything about. So anyway, so long story short, we were talking for like two days. Like I said, nothing special. Just everyone needs a friend. Whatever. I was bored. No pics were sent. Where does he live? No sexual talk was talked outside of Detroit. So we were just talking nerd stuff. Then finally, I was like, hey, do you have a picture? He sent me a picture. I was like, oh, okay. I sent him a picture. Okay. Then I go, do you have any? <laughs> I was like, do you have any other? I said, do you have any social media platforms? Now, we all know that that's code for I'm going to do my own digging and research on you because we were only talking about one side of life, and that's the nerd X-Men. No one lives their life like just talking about X-Men, whatever. And he goes, no, I don't have social media. I don't believe in it. (laughs) So I stopped talking to him. And what did I say in my tweet? I stopped talking to him because I just assumed that you are a serial killer. And or collect porcelain dolls. So that's weird to me. I'm out. And he's 36. So like he's like the social media generation because I'm 37. So I, I was like, no, sorry, can't do it. I can't go on the information you're giving me over text message. I have to do my own research. I get that you could be skeptical and, and cynical. My my uh, my internet friend, Ashley, she doesn't have any social media. And by the way, at some point we have to bring... Uh, her and I up. We haven't gotten into it, but I'm I'm a little I'm a little ups- I actually I'm a lot upset. Um, but also, Juliana doesn't have any social media, so do you trust her? I know her personally. Yes. Okay. All right. So what if, <laughs> what if this- you, I'm just saying, like, it, you're, it, if you listen to this podcast, send me a message on Facebook or any of my social media platforms, and let me know if you agree with me. I think it's weird that if you are. 36 and you have nothing to hide you don't have any social media like but you have all these hookup apps or dating apps you should at least have like a twitter or a facebook or an ig like when i say you have a picture he sends me a picture i'm not even sure that's his picture you know what i mean like you have a social media so i can do my own research and be like oh you use a good angle picture you don't look like that in real life but i can tell it's you I mean, in some ways, I'm envious of the person because there's so much, there's a lot of helpful information on social media. It helps keep you connected with people that you you want to care about. But then there's also a lot of drama. So I, I, I can understand it. But I can also understand your skepticism of going, you probably have skin suits in your basement. Well, like, like never had social media. Like, never. Like, I can see, like, yo, I had it back in the day. I got rid of it. It just got tired of it. I can see that. But, like, do you have any social media platforms? Nope. Never have. Never will. I was like, what have you done in your life? What did you used to do? Are you a sniper? Like, you know, like, at least when you tell me you don't have social media, that leads me to interpretate your life. And guess what? It wasn't very positive. Okay. So I text Bert and was like, hey. And he was like, hi. And we had a conversation until like 2 in the morning. And I was like, I gotta go to sleep. We really like a lot. Okay. All right. Well, that that's good. So this you- other person was literally just thirty-seven-year-old Floyd trying to find a new friend in life, and we just kind of hit it off on nerd stuff. Once again, I need to preface it: nothing sexual was behind this. Nothing romantically involved was behind this. No emotions were behind this. It was just like, oh, 
another 30-something-year-old who's in the X-Men animated series. Woo, woo. And then you're like, I don't have social media. Never have, never will. I'm like, you never went to college? You never had to, like, create, like, a LinkedIn or something? Because, like, nothing? That's weird. Am I not wrong? No, I think... To never have it? Again, I I I split this two ways. One, go, good for him. But two, also, what are you hiding? I think both questions... I think both statements or sentiments are fair. And then I can talk about it because I know he doesn't have it. (laughs) So I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to bring it up on Twitter. And lo and behold, a lot of people are up at 3 in the morning who are just like, yeah, that's weird. That's odd. I'm like, okay, thank you. Well, of course people on social media are going to say it's odd for someone to not be on social media, but I get the point. Well, people off social media can't say it because they won't see it. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, meanwhile, all the people not on social media are talking about the people on social media, and oh, we're getting into a vortex now, and my brain is beginning to... But I was going to say, like, how are no, they I, talking to other people if they don't know how to meet other people on social media? Like, are they sending smoke signals? Are they sending Morris code to other people? Are they sending... T9 text messages to others because they hadn't evolved with the rest of humanity. Maybe yeah, I went there. Maybe they're old school. Maybe their parents have set them up with another, the children of another parent. They're going to put their dowries together and they'll have a big household of cattle and children. <laughs> um, <laughs> you made me giggle like that. There's a, uh, there, there's a nice addition coming to downtown and I'm curious of your thoughts. I think it's a nice addition. I'm so to, ready. I think it's a nice addition to downtown. It's in a, it's not in a real walkable spot, but just to have it down there is good. Culture Clash is moving to the old Paula Brown shop. I'm so ripe and ready. And you know what? I've walked to Legends and Mojos, for those who don't know where that is. It's next to, it was next to Chevy's place. So I've walked over there from my apartment. I'm so excited for this because I love record shops. I love music and by no means am I going to turn my back on my other record shops I go to. Like, I go to, um, oh, shit. I forgot the name of it. It's next to JoJo's Pizza. It's No Noise no noise Records, and I always go to Allied Records for, like, if I want, like, vintage stuff. So, But I'm excited to have something musically downtown because downtown just has, like, restaurants and bars. It would be nice to, like, get off work or wake up one day and be like, Maybe because like I walk to jute mode, um, jute mode all the time, and I walk to handmade. Maybe I'll walk to jute mode, handmade, and waddle my way, get my steps in, and go to culture class. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be cool. Um, it'll be getting up, be the beginning of like more like retail stuff. I like, you know, what I mean, like I, I, I like stuff like that. Like, you know, I me, mean? I, I think that. <laughs> For me, downtown would be complete if they got like a comic book store and a Chinese restaurant. No, no, no offense to Magic Walk, but like no, an authentic no, Chinese uh, restaurant. Offense like, to, ma- I, I offense to Magic my Walk. Best life. You can you can offend Magic Walk. Don't worry. Um, but I, I agree with you because we've we've checked all the boxes and we've got a good quota of and a good diversity of bars and restaurants and like. Since I moved downtown in 2013, coffee shops, we got a Starbucks, great restaurant. There's plenty to do um, mm-hmm. in the evening after after work. And it's still a little quiet during the week. 
um, when there's no games, which there's not going on right now. But the one thing we've really lacked is retail. There's the, mm-hmm. there's the Swamp Shop. Um, it was disappointing when Swan Candle closed both locations because now it's just a warehouse. But all there was was, you named them, Handmade and Jute Mode, and then the Swamp Shop. I don't know of any other retail places. And those retail places can, can bring people downtown before eating and drinking hours so mm-hmm. oh like, for sure like i said it's in it's not in the it's not in the heart of anything it's not an uptown it's not really in downtown it's across from the shell station but something is more than nothing and hopefully they act as a magnet for other retail places to be downtown mm-hmm. well like, and also got to keep in mind like we there's a salon downtown and there's a the tattoo parlor which is right across from um manhattan so like we have like this little bustling like local business type thing and like was it Paula Brown that was there before? Yeah, yeah. the the pub yeah. is the pub is staying open, but the shop closed. Yeah, so like for like for me, that wasn't anything I was interested in. Same, you know what I mean. So it was like I I, I get like not discrediting her, but like that was something like not for me personally. But like I feel like music is like all encompassing. Like it's going to invite a lot more than that. But um, yeah, it'll be cool. So I agree. We'll see how it, we'll see how it works. How long? When is it happening? Because I'm very. August. I just saw the article yesterday. August oh, they're moving that quickly. Well, they're going to stay open at Secor for a while, and then August 29th, I believe they're going to have something. It's I. They're going to ask for you to make some appointments. So it's it's like most places and most small businesses now. Um, check Facebook, look ahead, call ahead, so so that you know. And I believe August is some kind of like record shop month. I don't know, but August okay. 29th, August 29th is is a date I saw. Okay. Well, you know me. I don't do grand openings. So, if it says it's opening like the 29th, I'll August. I'll go September 29th. But like, yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. Um. Next thing, we haven't gotten into this, although this story has lurked for several weeks, and I think we're going to be on the same page. But uh, it was in the Blade today, and I saw it was either on 13 or WTOL. Uh, people who have complained uh, are correct. The mail is a little wonky right now because. The, uh, the post office is in dire financial times, and it's it's been like that for a while. But it's been really bad during the pandemic. I thought it would actually it was actually getting better because of all the online shopping people were doing. Mm-hmm. But there are some people who are wondering where the fuck their mail is, and I don't think it affects us because we've talked about our overflowing mailboxes. <laughs> but I, I do know, I do, I, I do know that there are people who lit, almost literally live and die by the mail to conduct their lives. It's not us, but it poses a problem for them. I legit get two pieces of mail. Aldi cir- Aldi circulars oh, and bills okay, you've already no, paid. Four, 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 four. I get my, my insurance, my Columbia gas, my Seaway coupons, and every now and then I'll get one from Toledo Edison, but all that's online. Right. So, but honestly, and this is, I just noticed this when you brought this up. I have not gotten mail within the past week. The whole week? Wow. Yeah. Now that you're thinking about it, yeah, I've not gotten anything. Well, maybe the maybe the mail carrier has been to you, but you and I are the same. Like, we don't get a lot of mail, so maybe they just haven't mm-hmm. put any mail in your box. Well, that's kind of illegal, but like, I ain't worried about it. My mom always says, if you don't get mail, it's good. That means you don't owe something. I know, right? But right. Um, I think the last thing I got was an absentee absentee ballot form. 
And yeah, and something be. from like Buckeye Cable saying, "Become a new member for thirty nine ninety nine a month." I'm like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, I've not gotten mail now that you said something. Yeah, so the, so the, and I I believe like the postmaster general released something that said uh, delay the mail. So there's all all kinds of stuff going on, and I it's not a big deal to me. Because, is this again, all from COVID? Uh I think so. I mean the post office has been like, sorry, does it let me? It probably hits too close to home, but like J C Penny, um, hold on, like Pier One. Uh, you, first off, I have. I am just an associate of Jason Penny. I, know, I am I not Floyd Anderson Penny. I don't care. <laughs> it did not hit too close to home. So the po- I'm, a, I'm nothing but a number to clock in. <laughs> Place, places that closed during the pandemic were headed that mm-hmm. way anyway. The pandem- pandemic just sped it up. And I think it's the same thing with the post office. And How? Because... We need the post office. It's a government-ran thing. Well, I, I know, I know. Well, the government should focus more on it, I should yeah. say. Let me tell like, after yesterday, so uh, I'm sure you've seen what's happened, but but Major League Baseball and the national government have run the pandemic equally poorly. <laughs> like it's fucking pathetic. A great. Did they just have to cancel some games? Yeah, I read that somewhere. Yeah. And, I'm like, oh, that's sports. And they let the players decide to play because they just wanted to power through it, which is exactly what you shouldn't fucking do. Um, but anyway, uh, back to the government. Yeah, and and I see. I thought that the post office was getting better because they were trying to be more competitive with FedEx and and UPS. Uh, UPS, yeah, and UPS for, oh, well, for FedEx. FedEx is a mess. Well, I, I thought that that's where the post office was going to get better business, more package delivery to compete with those two. But they've lost so much over the years because we we do online bill pay, so that means less mail to deliver. So I, I don't, I'm not by no means, I'm like a Facebook expert with this, um, mm-hmm. which if you're a Facebook expert, you're probably <laughs> going to get a lot of people killed during the pandemic. Excuse me. Sorry. But I just wanted to float that out there. It doesn't affect me a whole lot because the less all these circulars I get, the fucking better. Yeah. I've not gotten mail. So I'm just like, me. Because here's the thing though, like, if you don't get something and you owe something, oh, they'll hound you. They'll call your phone. They'll find somebody to get a hold of you. What if and if you're uh, if it's like a serious collection, like the IRS or something, they will mail you. Like the big place, the important places, the places that will lock you the fuck up, they will mail you. They will not call you, or they will knock on your door. Like they'll come to your place. It's like hey, you know, <laughs> when the pandemic hit. Um, the first thing I thought was, hmm, now I really don't have to fill out the census form because they're not going to send anybody to go knocking on my door. I filled it out anyway because my mom made me. And, like, I don't know why. Maybe it's just that child-apparent complex where, like, she's like, you got to fill it out. I was like, ugh, I don't want to. But, like, it only took, like, five seconds. But, yeah. like, I was just like, why do I got to fill it out? She's like, it's the law. I said, it doesn't matter if I don't fill it out. It just means I'm not a number. Ugh. Well, they like will, I did it. They will come knock on your door. At least they they were supposed to. Well, um, I have an apartment, so they can try whatever they want. We have a main door, and we are very notorious for not opening it up for people because we have we're living OS ten. I don't know if they're Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses, but he does not bother their religion because they just be walking up dressed in their Sunday's best on Wednesday. I'm like, who y'all look so hot. Mormons have the little the tags, right? White shirts and the tags that are only on bikes 
You're talking. You're talking. It sounded like you just described Amish people. I have no idea. Amish people were like they look like pilgrims. Hmm. I got, they were I, like they were like they were very. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to send anyone. They minimalist, but not clothes. Like they're very minimalist. They have like they they have a look. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But I believe that there are people coming knocking. Um, it's too hot to be knocking on people's door. Well, it's going to cool off this week. So here come, here come the knocks. Here come the senses. I can work for the IRS. I can work for the IRS. They're like, Floyd, you need to go down this block of Hollywood. I'm like, uh, you can take this and shove it up your ass. It's 95 degrees. Later Sorry. this week. Um, <laughs> movie stuff. I, I'm tentative on Tenant, but they've after this thing has been bumped back, it's supposed to come out the 17th. Obviously, there's been a lot of movie postponements from the, the, the outset of this. Um, this seems solid, and um, so as Americans, we're we're not allowed anywhere. Um, like uh, Mike Ditka and and other uh, older types have said, if you don't like it, you can fucking leave. Well, guess that what? That bloated handbag. Ugh. Well, guess what? As Americans, we can't go anywhere anymore because of people's cavalier and selfish attitude about masks and the pandemic. Um, and it, so it looks like Tenant will be released August twenty sixth, I believe. Um, at, at, at theaters internationally because you may have heard we're not allowed in these countries because they've managed the pandemic better than we have. And then if we're if we're good, uh, the movie will be released Labor Day weekend in select cities. So I'm What's Tenet? Tenet's the Christopher Nolan movie with Robert Pattinson and John David oh, Washington. You've been talking about that forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. Christopher Nolan was adamant about releasing it in theaters because of the way he creates his movies. Um, so I'm asking if people could be a lot less cavalier and maverick with their attitudes about this. Like, let's be one of the cities that gets movies back on Labor Day. I think I think that's achievable, right? Can I say something? By yes, all it's means. Very achievable. So, knock on wall, which is plywood, whatever, plaster. So, did you? Speaking of cities, like I think we're doing fairly well. Like I don't want to jinx us. Toledo. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, like we're doing fairly well. Like even like like our bars are open. Like people are going to bowling alleys. Like I think the zoo is open, and like we can start scheduling stuff at the art museum soon. Or if that's not happening yet, can we talk about Cleveland and Columbus for a second? Mm-hmm. What the hell is happening in these cities? Like now they have to close at ten. I don't know, but they are, yeah, they are like, bigger cities, more people clustered together. But I'm just saying, like, I, like, I, as someone who works publicly or out in a bar and does, like, entertainment stuff, and I know there's more than just me, like, I know there's live bands that have started rescheduling gigs and stuff, so, like, they're, I just don't get it. Like, I'm always afraid because, like, it seems like once one city does something, other cities around the state do it. I just don't need us to be, and this brings up your point about the movie, like, whatever we're doing in Northwest Ohio or in Toledo, Ohio, please keep doing it. Let's not mess it up because I have friends who are suffering in Columbus. Like, so, for example, their bar in Columbus, the specific bar I'm talking about, opens up at, like, 7. With their new ordinance, which starts today, they have to close at 10 and cannot reopen until the next business day 
till afternoon, like after like 12 p.m. So it's just, I don't know. And they can only operate at 25%. I just, yeah, I saw the article and it, it was because we looked it up yesterday. It was 11. Now it's 10. It was, yeah, they just changed. Like it was like an emergency thing they voted on, I believe, yesterday afternoon. Because I, I saw Emma shared it and I kind of messaged her, but it was kind of late for her because I know she goes to bed a little early. But I was like, is this real? And then I saw her her article shared this morning when I was scrolling, and I was like, oh, it is real. I just thought they were all bitching about it on Facebook. But, yeah, it's real. To emphasize, like, how well we've done. So I, I go Knock to— Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Jinx ourselves, yeah. I, I, I've been often going to the Worldometers site. Have you used that at all? It's a, it's a green mm-hmm. W. So I, I've used that. It's, it's very accessible. Okay. Um, and it gives you the countries and cases and deaths and blah, blah, blah. And then you can break it down into states and the counties. So I'm not going to overdo it here with numbers, but Franklin County. So that's Columbus. That's Columbus, right? About yeah. about 16,000 cases, okay? Cuyahoga, that's Cleveland. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. About 12,000. Hamilton, that's Cincinnati, 8,500. We're fourth with 4,000. So Franklin has four times as many cases as we have. That's crazy. Well, it's... So people here... We just got to keep doing the right thing. Because I feel like we're we're doing the right thing. But, like, I'll be be the first one to admit fault. Like, you know what I mean? I always keep it real and authentic. Like, when guidelines or stuff was lifted or before guidelines were implemented more severely we'll put it like more seriously sorry my terminology i i was like okay we're good we're good i was very lenient but like that i thought to myself i go ah you're one of those ignorant people you always bitch about on facebook like i was i i totally let my guard down for a second you know what i mean i was like well if i'm out here along with these other 50 people we're good right like we seem healthy but then you have to take in consideration of the facts and testing and i was like ooh. Let's let let's not be a statistic and mess this up for everyone. Because all it takes is one. Um, it, it, honestly, it does. It just takes one, and you're like, "Oh, this person touched that person," and it's it's like the outbreak of the ripple effect. So, whatever we're doing, Lucas County, well, Toledo, Ohio. I can't speak for the other cities here. We just got to keep maintaining the course because we're doing good. It's it's weird when I talk to my dad and I ask him. Um, what's going on there? And it's it's like totally different worlds. And Pennsylvania has reopened uh, very slowly and methodically. But in the city of Philadelphia, they still can't eat in restaurants. I said they have not reopened. Yeah, they, they can't eat in restaurants. I don't think uh, like gyms are open yet. No, it's just in the city of Philadelphia. And what's the other boot? So my dad, my dad likes bowling. And my dad had a, had a, A courteous Karen moment. He had a Barry moment. So they're allowing bowling leagues, but not open bowling. And my dad Mm. goes bowling at like 9 o'clock on Tuesday because it's like dollar games or something. Oh, okay. Like in the morning? Yeah. So they're allowing. Oh, like it's it's his thing. Yeah. So they're allowing leagues, which is clumps of people, but not. not Well, there's Jeff. Jeff, go away. All right. Hi, Jeff. (laughs) <laughs> um, but they're not going to let my dad go ball at 9.30 on a Tuesday when there's no one there. So, I mean, that that thing, though, like, if they got to they let one person, there's going to be, I don't know, that's just stupid. Especially if he's a regular. So it's I would, sh- like, I think I would, honestly, if I was a, 
this is probably why I'm not a, a business owner. So if I was a business owner and I saw Mr. Berry walk in, and I know he's like my regular Tuesday person, I'd put him on a lane all the way in the back by himself and won't say anything. Because I know he's not going to bother anyone, and I know he's a regular, and he does this every Tuesday. My dad was actually like on the advisory council of how to reopen for the bowling alley, which is kind of funny. But yeah, it just goes to show you that even some states that have done well, like like Pennsylvania and Michigan, there are still parts that are that are well behind where we are. Like it's it's a different world from Mm -hmm. Toledo to where my dad is now granted my dad can drive 10 minutes outside of the city and go sit in a restaurant if he wanted to but my dad's been um overly cautious so it's it's just interesting to see all these places and you know like i said months ago hashtag let's save summer hashtag let's hashtag tenant for toledo (laughs) hashtag let's what did someone someone shared hashtag don't cancel halloween i said oh we're just pushing everything back i said just so you know next is gonna be hashtag can we have New Year's? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't, it's just, everyone's just seems so like, not everyone, sorry, sorry, sorry. Some people just seem so ignorant with stuff, arrogant with stuff. And I'm just like, just don't be selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in, in a, in a larger perspective, and I know I brought this up a couple of times and I brought it up with, um, about Melissa Andrews thoughts the, the other day, I think Friday, like, we don't like to be told what to do. Like this is a country founded on, I hate the I hate the F, the F word gets overused, freedom, but also individualism and individuality. And in that sense, it's working against us. It's preventing freedom us. Freedom is in the eye of the privilege. Let me tell you that. So I'm just like, y'all. Yeah, yeah like the, pe- <laughs> the people who like, they don't like being tracked or whatever. Or the people who are like, you're t- the, the, the people that we had dealt with, like, you're taking away my freedoms. Like, what freedom are you really? Like, first it's this, and then it's, and then it's, like, look, as long as I can still go to Target, I mean, that's really the freedom. And I know that I'm, I'm generalizing and speaking very broadly, but come on now. Like, your inability to do certain little, like, like my dad's inability to go bowling. Again, like all the memes, these are inconveniences, not losses of freedom. So, like, uh, I just want someone to make a log on like what freedoms were taken from them. Like, what did you do last year that you really technically technically can't do this year? Right, right. And um, you you acting recklessly and being a public danger. Um, sorry that we have to restrict you, but it's because you're like uh, the ball player for the Marlins, Miguel Rojas. He was their team leader who said, we're going to play. You know, we're going to treat it like any other day and we're going to go out there. No, that's exactly what you shouldn't do. Now look at Florida's team. Hello, Jeffy. Hello. How are you both doing this morning? We are well. How are you, my movie uh, movie going friend? Uh, I'm not going to the movies. That's one thing, but otherwise I'm doing all right. (laughs) We we were just talking about Tenet and how it got a release date, so I'm changing. I'm updating my hashtag, uh, Tenet for Toledo. So let's let's be respectful and responsible, and maybe we can get it here Labor Day weekend. We will hope, hold out our hope and fingers crossed, because right now everything is really weird in the movie going business, as you can imagine. Because right now. It's been really interesting to watch over the, over the last few weeks in the box office. Now, this past weekend was the first time in uh, at least seven weeks that the number one movie at the box office was an actually new film. Uh, it was the the 
The Rental, a uh, horror movie directed by Dave Franco, uh, made a whopping $404,000 at the box office over the weekend. And uh, But you know, it's just interesting because over the last few weeks, as theaters have reopened and movie studios have been uh, hesitant to release anything new, the end result is that the box office looks very odd because your number one movies have been very, very old classic titles that are easy to book and get people out to, and interested in seeing. In fact, we've seen that at uh, the Mommy Indoor Theater, which is the uh, big one in the area that is st- that is currently open. Have either of you guys been out to see a movie out there yet? I, the only time I've ever been there is for non-movie events like sporting stuff, but... Um, I, gotcha. I, I I have a question for you. Maybe you could offer some some thoughts, uh, a bit of an obituary for the BG Theater that closed, because that's in your mm-hmm. neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. The uh, mom, the indoor theater at the Woodland Mall, the uh, which has been around since the late '80s, actually, when the when the mall first opened, uh, had five houses, and it uh, was the first theater in the area that was Cinemark before Cinemark ended up buying all the other theaters that were in the uh, Toledo area that are first-run houses. Cinemark uh, featuring uh, both uh, not only Woodland Mall, but also Levis Commons, Fallen Timbers, and Franklin Park now. Uh, But the the one in Bowling Green uh, had five houses, was just pretty much stayed the same its entire run. I mean, it didn't change its lineup or anything, didn't uh, change the theaters, you know, that too drastically and so forth. And uh, it's it's unfortunate because it was like a really good bargain house in the area. It was the first run house that had uh, second run house prices. And so a lot for a lot of people, that a, a really good option for them has uh, gone the way of the dodo now. It's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff, Jeff. What is uh? What's the topic we agreed? The theme for the movie for the trailer game this week we agreed. Well, I have I have all seven trailers. I just don't know what we're playing with this week. Well, um, because well that that was what I was trying to segue into with my with my early pitch is that uh, what we're doing here is that uh, we're looking at the movies that have been winning the box office over the last five weeks here at the here oh. at, you know, here and these are all classic movies that have gotten the second life. It, with the COVID restricted movie going experience, and so what we're going to do is we're going to try and uh, go through movies that have won, and then I will tell you the whopping box office totals that these films have have mustered over the last few weeks. So okay. the fir- the first set we have are the uh, number one and two movies from the weekend of July seventeenth. We're in the heat of the summer movie season, so you should certainly know you know the biggest <laughs> movies that are out there right now. All right, so uh, let's go with clip number one, please. My dear Belle. Eric. Go ahead. Beauty and the Beast. Yes, Beauty and the Beast, the the 2017 remake of Beauty and the Beast, which brought in an amazing $467,000 for the for the July 17th weekend to win the box office. I told you this is going to be weird, but when I go over these numbers, when you're used to like hundreds of millions of dollars winning a box office weekend, and right now it's half of one million is is the number one movie. So wait, do you, time out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Floyd, did you see that? Beauty and Beast. Yeah. No, I've been waiting for it to be on Disney Plus. Not to wait till August. Yeah, <laughs> uh, unfortunate, I know. But uh, Beauty and the Beast, number one. And the number two of the weekend of July 17th was, number two, please. Eric, Iron Man. 
I can't hear anything. All he heard what all he heard was the opening riff from Back in Black, and apparently that was enough oh, okay. for There's Eric to know cool. Iron Man. <laughs> I also I also already I saw that list and those two jumped out to me because I I swear to God I didn't know what we had agreed on because we've been on and off for a couple of weeks, but I did see a box office list and I was like. Oh, there's there are theaters open, so. Mm-hmm. So and Iron Man made four hundred thirty thousand dollars that weekend, so it was really a race to that number one spot between two <laughs> Disney releases that weekend. So, uh, but uh, then we get to the week of July tenth, and uh, number one that weekend was please play number three. Luke Skywalker Eric and Han Solo Floyd. rescued the princess, uh, Eric by destroyed Eric. the Death Star, Star Wars, but their Hope? story didn't nope. end there. Floyd. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Floyd. Is it Empire Strikes Back? It is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, no. not not Star Wars. <laughs> it is uh, the Empire Strikes Back actually won that weekend with five hundred thousand dollars. So what, That's my what, favorite it, one. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people, you know, for some, I, I don't know why that one ended up being the one that got the wide release. Star Wars is nowhere, the original one is nowhere on the list anywhere on this. But Was, was it the one that they redid from 97 and 98 or the original? I, it, it, it was the special edition of Memory Gotcha, Service, okay. I read, so. All right, but it had a dominating performance with its $500,000 uh, win because second place that weekend only did $110,000. Please play number four. My son, it is your time. Floyd. Eric! He's got it. Floyd by hair. That's Wakanda! What's the name of the movie, though? Oh, Black Panther, sorry. There we go. My son. I can't give you just for Wakanda, but anyway. But, yep, Black Panther. If I can get shipped somewhere, take me to Wakanda. That's what I'm going to say. I want to go there. But that was indeed Black Panther, $110,000 for that weekend, which is two weekends in a row that Disney uh, had the number one and number two box office spots on the box office list. So you got to say it's a Disney renaissance right now, considering that they're that they're drawing so big with movies that are mostly readily available on Disney+. Plus. Of course, the numbers don't exactly mean that they're get, breaking in a ton of dough from it. But anyway. So the question. Right. Yes. Does this? So the money that they're bringing in, does it go to like their grand total of their previous release, or is excellent it just a whole new tally? Good question. No, yeah, ex- excellent question. Uh, it actually does count to their total tally. So their oh, numbers okay. are slowly. This is why uh, when Star Wars got re, even though it was a special edition, when Star Wars got released in 1997 for the tw- for the then 20th anniversary, it actually did bump up Star Wars overall tally at the box office to the point where it actually became once again briefly the number one movie of, of all time at the box office again only later on that year for it to be completely usurped by titanic in its run so but yes it does it actually does account to the total tally because it is movie money that it did bring in in a movie theater it just nobody was expecting that there would be you know this level of money being brought in at this late right so all right so we go to the weekend of july 3rd which is fourth of july weekend the big Big money box office release of this year was number five, please. They're real. You do? You have? They're here. Eric. Go ahead, Eric. 
Ghostbusters. That's Ghostbusters, the original. I thought from it was Gremlins. I was like, "What the hell is this trailer?" <laughs> well, you, you say that you you, know, you can you can say that, but Gremlins was one uh, was uh, I believe one of the top ones of this past weekend. So <laughs> that, oh, okay. that uh, got usurped <laughs> by that horror movie. But Ghostbusters made five hundred and fifty thousand dollars the weekend mm. of the Fourth of July, which. Yeah, I think I can easily say without fear of contradiction was the lowest box office total in the history of July 4th movie going, but it's the, it did indeed win its weekend. So, All right, so Eric with three, Floyd with two. Uh, we're going to the previous weekend next uh, with number six, please. A gleaming city. Floyd, animals Floyd, of all Floyd. breeds, Eric, uh, predator me, and yeah, prey alike live together. That is Zootopia, indeed. Uh, which Huh? I heard Shakira's horrible vocals. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Zootopia won with two hundred and eighty thousand dollars, which is the the lowest on this on this list to win a weekend. Uh, so we're getting down on the depth chart there. But well done, Floyd, on, the, on getting that one. I didn't know if anybody would remember Zootopia's trailer, but. So we have a tie game. This is as close as it's been in many moons. So the world may ha- may have a new equilibrium if Eric can t- can beat it with number seven on this list, please. I own an island off the coast of Custody. Eric, Jurassic Park. Ahead, Eric. That is Jurassic Park. Congratulations, Eric. You've won I'm outright. I'm not complaining, but I didn't hear anything. I think Eric cheated. He played it there first, <laughs> and then turned up the volume. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Yeah. Jura- the original Jurassic Park from 1993 made $516,000 weeks, uh, six weeks ago in order to win that box office weekend, which is the first one that was taken by a re-release. So those are Ooh. those are your... Amazing story of your box office winners for the last month and a half as movie theaters have slowly but surely started to reopen. Now, the question is, will they open further from here? A lot of like AMC is talking about reopening a lot of places, and uh, we there are still rumblings about when, if, uh, within the next month or so, uh, Cinemark will reopen, but a lot of it, again... A lot of it is dependent on the movie studios. If the studios start releasing new movies, a lot of these places will be compelled to open again. But the studios don't want to because they don't want to lose money on these movies they put so much money into. So the end result is it's kind of this big game of chicken right now. I want to throw out a thought, and I I like to think that I've I've read accurate information, but all that stuff, and we're months into this now, we know a lot more. It seems like movie theaters would be one of the safer places to be with lots of people. People because no one is yelling and screaming, and if they have, if you have to wear a mask while you're sitting there for a couple hours, not a big deal. But it's it's not like a bar where you're mobile or you're dancing or your your droplets are staying in your mouth. So I would think movies would be pretty safe. Actually, yes. What's really interesting is I was uh, actually did an interview this week with the uh, with the manager of the Maumee Indoor Theater discussing their reopening procedures, and he pointed something out that was really interesting to me, which is that movie theaters are kind of a unique position because people already socially distance when they right. go to a movie theater. You yeah. don't want to, you don't want to sit next to other people. If you if you the problem becomes then 
how it is you know making sure that people take you know stay apart from each other in the lobby while they're getting popcorn and you know as as long as you're safe with that once you're in a theater most people just naturally socially distance anyway just you know when they're in that position and now jeff the problem that, that you were managing um at the beginning of this year which we all hated picking our seats as we got our tickets that actually now will be helpful because you can see who you can stay away from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although the interesting, the interesting part of it was when, uh, but slightly before we closed down, when the pandemic hit, uh, they did away with uh, reserved seating at uh, the uh, Cinemark theaters because ultimately they wanted really? people to be able, yeah, they wanted people to be able to make their own decisions. What we did do is, and this is what they've had to do at um, the Mommy Indoor as well, drastically cut down the number of available seats. Like, like you only can sit in every other row. You have to make sure that you're a certain number of seats apart from each other. Basically, just trying like hell to to give people that type of of distance and uh, just making sure that everybody has a minimum. And the thing of it is, is that uh, it people feel a lot safer if they have the option. Don't feel like they are anchored to one spot in the theater at that time, which is which is understandable, I think. Uh, you had the opportunity to choose where you sit on the screen when you got your fucking ticket. Oh yeah. Yeah, true, true. true, true. But we'll, have to, we'll have to see if, if uh, you know, when, when uh, things reopen, if that's going to still be the norm. Uh, my gut reaction is they'll probably want to phase that back in. Yeah. But it, there's also a matter of flexibility because the thing about with um, when you have like a large, it's like at a, at a restaurant now. When you have a large group uh, and all of them sit together, you have to still give uh, the requisite number of six feet apart from it from everybody but what was interesting was that uh, the manager of the mommy indoor pointed out that that actually means more people can sit because if a one person is sitting by themselves in a movie theater they take up more real estate for the number of people around that you know just because of the space you have to give one person as opposed to a big group because the more big groups you have the actually the more people you can get in the theater it was, it, it's interesting that way that uh, you know that the maximum they can have in a theater and still have social distancing uh, can be up to 150 people in a 500 seat theater right now because but depending upon how many big groups come in so um, uh Jeff, hold on. Before we, uh, before Floyd can nerd out with what's coming out this week, I'd like to throw your way that the Ghost of Tsushima game is really good. I've heard, and I am looking forward to having a chance to play it at some time soon. It is uh, by a developer that I really, really love. Uh, Sucker Punch does a lot of really great games. They've done the Infamous games, which are great superhero games before that, and also the classic Sly Cooper games. So I, it does not surprise me, and it pleases me that Ghost of Tsushima Tsushima is that good, so I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, uh, Floyd, do you want to tell everybody what's coming out this week? Uh huh. Me? Yeah, you. What's coming out this week? What do you uh? What do you have a, a movie uh, a Netflix rection for? <laughs> I'm so excited. Umbrella Academy. Sorry. <laughs> yes, so season two. <laughs> season two of the Umbrella Academy, and I gotta—I gotta be honest. I've never—I didn't actually uh, watch the first season, so I should probably catch up on that. I assume, right, Floyd? How dare you? Yes, it's so good. <laughs> like it, but it's honestly—it's as it, Eric. He—you didn't really get into it, Eric, did you? Or I you didn't. Found... I didn't finish it. I didn't like it. Uh, 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 what's her face? Ellen Page's uh, brooding. Just—I'm I'm done with it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. She's she's very Kristen Stewart complex. But anyway, but um. 
I loved it from the very first episode. I was hooked um, to when even oh, it's just so good. I can't even describe it, and I'm ready because the way season one ended, no spoilers. Let's, let's just say I think season two will set up season one the way season one ended. We'll put it that way. I gotcha. Gotcha. So, so Jeff, what else is coming out? Well, if you have a few new movies coming out on all the different things. Uh, Netflix has – Have it, did anybody not watch The Last Dance when that aired on ESPN over oh, the last few months? That's right. Uh, yeah, because for some reason, instead of going to ESPN Plus and being readily available there, Netflix has picked it up. Maybe it was a Netflix co-production. I'm not sure. But uh, the all the entire run of the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls documentary, The Last Dance, is currently available on Netflix. And uh, for those of you looking for something to break your heart with brooding romance, The Notebook is now on Netflix, uh, which is the, the which was the first of the long, long run of uh, rom- of romances by oh cr- crap. What, what what's that author's name? Nicholas, Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, because ultimately that that dude ended up having a, a a period there where he could have like haphazardly just rammed his fingers down onto a keyboard, published that, and it still would have gotten a movie deal because he just was that big a name as, as a as an author I, for a while there. I have never seen the Notebook. All I know is that the Notebook is the very first like movie that was memed religiously. Yeah. So like I feel like I know the I feel like I know the notebook based on the meme. Right. <laughs> And also the uh, Dr. Seuss adaptation, The Lorax, uh, the animated version with uh, Danny DeVito playing the part of The Lorax has just been added to Netflix as well, if you want to check that out. Mm. (laughs) Uh, On Amazon Prime, a few movies that I wanted to give a shout-out to. I have a soft spot for... It was a crappy movie, but it was a lot of fun to watch in the theater. Hollow Man, the Invisible Man movie with Kevin Bacon from the year 2000, which uh, had some really great special effects at the time, so if you want to check that out. And another particularly fun, bad movie, Anaconda, the Jennifer Lopez giant (laughs) snake movie, which, I mean, if you just want to have a great time with friends, just watching that movie is just a ton of fun. It's really worth checking out. Um, On Hulu... Uh, the fourth Die Hard movie. Do you remember the name of that one? Live Free. That was Live Free or Die Hard. Yes, I, it was. <laughs> I like uh, 2007 with uh, Justin, the guy who uh, from, from, career... from the Apple and Mac com- commercial. Yeah, his the career Apple and PC commercials. Yeah. His, his career was like COVID fever hot, and then he went away. Yeah, I don't know. He just—it's one of those things where you 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 can make a big impression and then poof, Houdini. Nothing appears. I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, also uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, the one with Kevin Costner from 2000 from I me mean, from 1991 where he for some reason could not manage a English accent for the entirety of the movies I mean it was it was weird it was, it was there it was gone it was there it was gone also uh has anybody watched Palm Springs yet this is the new Adam Sandberg uh, Andy Sandberg pardon me uh kind of Groundhog Day inspired comedy about reliving the same day over and over again mm-mm it, it uh, it's gotten actually some pretty good buzz, and it was released on Hulu after Hulu picked up the rights, so you can check that out. And then, if anybody has not caught up on the last film from the Star Wars saga to finally get added to Disney Plus, the Netflix uh, 
the Netflix deal finally allowed for Solo, a Star Wars story, to get added to Disney+. Plus. So pretty much everything Star Wars, at least that was released on the big screen, is now available on Disney+. Plus. And I know everybody's been waiting for this one. The rock-starring film Race to Witch Mountain has been added to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Did you ever see that one, Floyd? That was... No! <laughs> I remember watching the original, but I, I've never, I've not seen the new one. I would actually, I would have bet that Floyd saw Race to Witch Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did see Solo, and I didn't think it was that bad, by the same, way. Same, same. Yeah, yeah, most, most people that have watched it really enjoyed Solo. I think Solo just kind of got, kind of hit at the exact wrong time when Star Wars fatigue was finally setting in with one movie yeah. a year for four years. I think at some point they realized that Star Wars doesn't have the same cultural cachet to be you know that kind of of thing where everybody will go out yearly to see a movie yeah. jeff yeah. let me throw this out there about that um and now that floyd i think is mostly finished up uh, that movie arguably arguably is the catalyst for this new generation of darth maul stuff we're gonna get which i'm pretty excited about especially mm-hmm. if he keeps doing herbert the pervert impersonations oh from <laughs> Oh, uh, God. guy. Uh, well, from Rebel? Got, yeah, from Rebels. Hey, Ezra, do you want to see my oh. lightsaber? Oh, my God. It was so <laughs> creepy. But his character's... But his character development was so good. And then Obi-Wan, mm. bang! <laughs> yeah, he let him have it. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. But I, it, it looks like uh, there's there's Darth Maul stuff that's going to out, be out there with the series. So, I mean, it's neat that a character like that, at least, I, I think... I get to watch because I was never, uh, I wasn't a Star Wars fan when I was a kid, so I got into it late. So I didn't see this this Boba Fett appreciation happening mm. in real time. I saw it like after the fact, and it's kind of neat to see that happening now with Darth Maul. Well, with with Boba Fett, it was it's always been a little bit weird because the character is is astoundingly ineffectual in the actual movies. I mean, he he basically has one big moment where he is successfully, and he he's not even the catalyst of it, successfully capturing uh, uh, Han Solo. Otherwise, really, Boba Fett doesn't accomplish a hell of a lot, but he's got a really cool look, he's got a really, really cool attitude, and somehow that's elevated him to become the ultimate cult favorite character from that entire series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he uh, is such an, an effective bounty hunter. He fell into a pit and died real fast. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> although we're going to assume at this point that the tease at the end of The Mandalorian indicates that, that the character is going to be resurrected here, which is which I think a lot of people have been clamoring for ever since Disney ended up uh, get, picking up the rights to Star Wars. So. Yep. Jeff, uh, want to wrap us up with anything? No, uh, basically hmm. that's what I have. So okay. uh, thank you guys, and my apologies for not being around last week. But thank you for your consideration. I was not feeling well, so I deeply appreciate being able to sit out last week. No, Floyd was it's, under the weather. I but, called off too. So yeah, we're uh, we're back in the rhythm now. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, thank you, Jeff, and uh, be well, my friend. You too. All right, have a good one. Bye. Hmm, that was some nerd stuff. That was that was nerdtastic. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm trying to think of a word for nerd, nerd boner, nerdgasm, nerdrection. Ooh, I like I, I like nerdgasm. Nerdgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have Umbrella Academy this week, and I'm not super excited. But the Transformers movie comes out on Netflix. Or a series comes out on Netflix too. Is it live or cartoon? It's animated. It's animated. So I think I felt. So I like the movies. So do I. That's the fourth one, right? 
I don't I'm, think I saw the fourth one. That's where they introduce poorly the Dinobots. Oh, they're there? Yeah. Good luck, my favorite. Yeah, yeah, and they're not done well because if, if it makes me mad, I won't watch it. It's terrible. They are terribly underused, and like my, I look at it this way: like Michael Bay made a lot of mistakes, mostly by not consulting me in the creation of these movies. <laughs> but I love the Dinobots. At least they're there. I mean, at least the movies are, are there. Like something from our childhood, something that I was I beloved. Like I remember when I was like five or six years old, hassling my mom because she took me to Kids R Us to do clothes shopping. I was like, Mom, we got to get home before the Transformers comes on. And so is that on streaming anywhere? We should ask Jeff that. Yes. Uh, is it? Oh, remember, remember the app I, I might have told you about for Tubi, T-U-B-I. Yeah, I actually just got that. So I could what? Don't it, judge me. It's it's it has, all, it has all my favorite 80s cartoons on there. Yeah. So I've been watching My Little Pony and Care Bears. Don't judge me, people. Yep. Do not judge me. G.I. <laughs> Joe is on there. All the iterations yep, of the Transformers sure are. And it's really good with uh with, with, with black entertainment, like TV shows, movies. Mm. Like there's some gems on there that you, you forgot about. So and it's completely free T U B I. In fact, um they've they've come so far now where I don't have to cast it from my phone. I can download oh, nice. it on the PlayStation. So yeah, it, I said it's I there. it's on my smart TV. All I had to do was like activate it, put my email in. Yep. And yeah, I've been watching like I've been going down like nostalgia lane, and I was just like, "God, these shows are like." Have you ever watched a show that you were like obsessed with as a kid, and you go back and watch it as an adult? You're just like, "This is awful." He, I can't let you go. Yeah, when they put well, <laughs> I can't let you go at all. I have to watch you. When Netflix, it was either Netflix or Prime, had He Man on for like two minutes, I flipped it on, and I was like, "Was I, was I eating?" marijuana brownies as a five-year-old because this is this is terrible how is this only like a year or two before transformers which by look the, the animation wasn't very good there were a lot of errors but he-man was especially <laughs> awful i just didn't understand why he-man talked so slow like i i have the box set like i think we talked about this i have like all the box sets of like all my favorite 80s cartoons and he-man's up there and, and i don't remember his cat being so scared <laughs> i was like well his name is cringer well, like I, well, I was like, I was like five. I didn't really pay attention to why his name was that. I was like, oh, that's a cool name. I didn't know what cringing meant. But like, he talks to my name is Adam. Yeah, I'm from Eternia, and I'm just like, as a kid, I was like, I couldn't wait for this show to start. But like, as an adult, I'm just like, ooh, but I still can't quit you. <laughs> and it's the second. I don't want to call it a bad disguise because, look, nobody ever figured out Clark Kent and Superman either, but the people of Eternia had something pulled over their eyes. Like, nobody else figured out. It's like, that Prince Adam guy looks really like He-Man. Could they be the same? No, because they totally changed his tone. Like, he got tan. He got a good bob that time. A good like, bob. He had a bob. He had a good bob. You know, <laughs> if... If you want to go down a good Wikipedia rabbit hole, uh, or if, if there's a He-Man, He-Man or Castle Grayskullopedia, look at the villains' names for He-Man. Ah. And there's a laundry list, and literally the people that came up with these had to have been higher than Johnny Depp when he was shitting his bed, because some of the names are hysterical and borderline racist. Like, there's an Asian guy, and I think they basically call him, like, China McChinaman. China, China, man. I, I'll go down this rabbit hole. I'm off today. 
You know, tomorrow, if you want, in addition to the COVID Christmas, do you want to play He-Man villain or not? Because I think I'd do pretty good. <laughs> like, All right, then, yeah, that would be hilarious because I won't go down the rabbit hole then because I don't know. I don't really know the villains that well. How about this? How about we'll do how high were they when they came up with this? Like, so, uh, so we've got this guy. He's kind of beastly. What should we call him? Beast man. <laughs> Beast man. And then there's another. There's the uh, there's the bumblebee guy. Do you remember him? I do remember him. Do you remember, do his, remember his name? Him. No. We, I, I, all right. I'll I'll get these names <laughs> for you. His name okay. was Buzz Off. Buzz. Oh my gosh. Stop. Um, do you, Do you remember that there was a guy that uh like he faked being He Man like he could change his his name. Do you remember his name? No. Faker. I, I I'm so done with you. Um, one more. The I would f- fail this so bad right now. The fish villain. Do you remember him? He had a I green, do remember green... him. He... Merman. No, I'm so done. I would not have guessed that. I mean, this yeah. is, yep. Tomorrow, nerd, nerd that, Wednesday, that's, nerd out Wednesday. That's why Skeletor was always laughing because he had to call these people these <laughs> names. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how we sound. I will be mine. I know. <laughs> the most unthreatening villain voice ever. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, all right. Well, uh, what do you have today? Um, I'm actually all... Oh, I got to do old men's, old people's stuff today. I got to pick up my prescription, but I always like picking up my prescription because it gives me a reason to go to the Allied Record in Oregon. Okay. You got work yeah. or anything? Um, I'm actually off today, and my apartment's clean, so I don't have to clean anything. Did when you worked yesterday? Did you uh, did you take a picture with Erica? That was the day before oh, when I was you, leaving. Can you make? Because we're not allowed to have cell phones on the floor anymore. Can you make her like twenty eight? I know she's my little. She's 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 my work sister until she turns twenty one, and then she'll become my work wife. She's I've already like- groomed her, groomed and primed her. Well, you can't say groom when it comes to a uh, like a young person. You'll wind. You'll... Oh no! Well, well, I can because I'm gay and I don't mean anything by it. That's what Jeffrey Dahmer told people. And look, he had people in their freezer. Man, he liked us black guys. Yeah. Um... <laughs> that was horrible. No, I... I'm gonna get a message about that when someone's gonna be like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, do your research, girl. He liked the dark meat." Just and did that out there? Isn't <laughs> isn't part of his? Psychopathy because he was afraid to be outwardly gay. It's something under like like there's been studies based on it, but I feel like the studies are too deep and too intelligent for my brain to comprehend. And I rather just just tell people he was into black guys. Yes. He was. And like he had like maybe like two white victims. The rest of us were the rest of them were dark. But I think some of it what was uh like it was repressed whatever because he couldn't be openly gay. Yeah. Now he went too far in these means, but I mean, look where we've come in success. If only people would have accepted him, he wouldn't have had people in his freezer. Is that? I know we got to wrap up. Is that movie streaming? The because I want to watch the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie, and I do want to watch the Ross Lynch My Friend Dahmer because mm. I need to watch these movies because I know they had they were. Hyped up when they came out, but I think they just kind of fizzled at the box office. Well, the Zac Efron one, I think, was Netflix. Wasn't that okay? So that's probably still on there. Well, then I'll have that. Maybe I'll do that tonight. You have to watch the old guard. Oh, that's what it was. I got to do a lot of shit. Apparently, I have nothing but time. I you'll like the did you did you watch the uh, Chris Hemsworth movie, the the Extraction on Netflix? I had it on in the background, and when I did watch it, I I felt myself into it. 
Okay. I mean, that that one you can be on your phone for, but I think you'll really like uh, Old Guard because there's there's some humanity to it. Like, it's not just things blowing up and beating people up and badass bitches. Like, there's a, there's a pulse to it, and there are two great female leads, so. All right, I'll look into it. Okay. All right, get us out of here. Bye-bye. Um,